1: you get them in life and you got to celebrate those wins. Spike,
2: Even if they're small,
1: spike the football hard. And that includes if um, you walk down to your local neighborhood, Walgreens, and you go to pick up Benadryl, and the cashier goes, You're under 40, right? Do you got like an ID? Shut up. You got carded? And I go, Motherfucker, I love what? you. I'm like, Actually, I'm 44. Dude's like, you still working it. I'm like, No!
2: You know, I was as soon as you said that, I'm like, they didn't card me. But I bought oh, no. it off of Amazon. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which begs the question, I should, then. <laughs> I should also say- the Not
1: card f- on Amazon. I should also say the fact that I was like, you know, middle of the day, kind of high. So I had to like really stop and listen hard. I'm like, did you really just ask me if I was under 40? Because I really appreciate is
2: that. Is that Walgreens still like a hot mess? The what?
1: The one down the block? Yeah. Oh, because of all construction? Yeah, yeah, it's all fucked up.
2: It's- they sorry. I swear they're doing construction to like, they're doing construction to a bunch of the Walgreens around here. Yeah. All the Starbucks are getting like renovated.
1: That's investments is what they're doing.
2: That's fine. I need the Starbucks by my son's <laughs> school to be open.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: but I was, at the, manage.
1: I was at Walgreens. I was checking out. I was just getting some Benadryl. And um, yeah, this dude just caught me off guard asking for my ID Good for, for Benadryl. You. I know, right? It's weird.
2: Man, the first time I met you, I thought you were over 40. Jesus. You were only 26.
1: <laughs> Listen, I tried to explain to my son that, that somehow in in an alternate universe in the 90s, At 16, which don't get me wrong, at 16, did I pull off like maybe 18, 19? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I pull off 21? No. Not a chance. I used to walk into fucking liquor stores like it was going out of style in the 90s buying booze. So you
2: obviously did look 21. Yeah, but it was also the
1: 90s. Yeah, that was way more chill. And like we even knew there was one... um, Tell me if anyone had this experience, right? Like, we all had the classic experience of trying to hang outside of a liquor store when you're in high school. And it's like, okay, all we got to do is ask someone, dude. It'll be easy. And, and, and then everyone sits there and tries to goat the other person and asking the guy that's pulling up in the pickup truck. Yeah. And then you finally get ready to go ask the guy. And as you're walking up, you realize he's like your pastor.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, totally. You, you like, turn around
1: real fast.
2: That scene from, is it super bad? I think so, yeah. It might is been. the most accurate. Well, yeah, when they're all, yeah, that's yeah. right. They're, they're
1: sending McLovin in to go with buy all the booze. With his a Hawaii driver's
2: license, and he looks like he's about 11. See, we, <laughs> it's, it's, that scene is so accurate, I think, of 90s and uh, early 2000s high schoolers.
1: So we had one liquor store that used to serve me. I could go in there and get something, and it was then something happened on a national level. It was when Clinton was in office. But all of a sudden they started IDing hard for like, well yeah, cigarettes and alcohol. So then that spot turned into the let's wait for a guy to pull up, yeah, and we'll ask the guy.: Sure. And but we had, and I shit you not we had one spot. It was in the hood, right?
2: Of course, yeah, all the ones that would sell to you were in the hood.
1: No, 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 but they had a racket going on. Okay. It was in the hood, so they had a fucking security guard, okay? That's how stores work. They had a guy there with a gun. You'd go in and you'd pick out all your booze and you'd walk it up to the counter. And the guy behind the counter would recognize that you're not 21. Yeah. And he would immediately just go, hey, Joe. And Joe, the security guard, would walk over and Joe would put out his hand and you'd give Joe the 20 bucks. Oh, my God. And then Joe would give it to the fucking cashier. And then the best part is...
2: So that they weren't technically selling thank it. You. Yeah. And then the best part
1: that is, feed. the best part is, as long as you tip them and they'd make sure you tip them, usually by giving him your change, usually also forfeited your change. Well, yeah. If you were underage buying booze, you never got change. They'd give the security guard the change and he'd walk it out to your car. Oh, my God. So you couldn't even get busted doing that. It's that was great. so... 60-second... And Western, everyone. Al- 62nd Western in Chicago. If you still want to go there, find out if they have the old security guard hustle going on.
2: Alcohol is just the <laughs> bane of
1: society. By like- the way, that's me at 16. If you're wondering <laughs> for like a fucking time frame, that's
2: a 15, 16 year old pat yeah, move. We didn't, I didn't. Like really drink a whole lot underage, but when I turned 21, I went did you? balls you did. to the wall. So but the thing is, is that I worked at the zoo for eight years during that time, my high school, my college, mm-hmm. and we worked with a lot of people who were underage, who okay. were, you know, 19, 20. So we knew where we could all go out to party that oh, served. Oh, so you had,
1: like, so you were like, we had a place like that by my college where I got my undergrad Columbia in Chicago called South Loop Club.
2: Say, I can name the place because it's closed now. La Perla, uh, Fifth and National, Milwaukee. But like, always, basically, most of the Mexican restaurants in Milwaukee would serve underage. Racist. Racist. We would just jump from one to the other and they all served. It was terrible. Like, I felt bad. (laughs) I was like, Guys, now, really? <laughs> yeah, see, we had a place like that on our
1: college campus, too. It was like half food, half booze, and it's where you would go with a mixed crowd, because you could usually get away with having a couple people who were underage, yeah. as long as maybe you weren't blatantly everyone buying shots or something. If you ordered a couple pitchers of beer, or for La Perla, I know it was a couple pitchers of margaritas. Yeah. Never went there, by the way. Two years of living in Milwaukee. never went to La Perla? Never went there, no. Really?
2: You never went with me?
1: You know? No. No. We, no, we went to- a
2: uh, fantastic food. I mean, and you could ride this gigantic, yeah. um, like, animatronic... Uh, yeah, there was a pepper. You a, could ride a chili the pepper, pepper yeah. yeah. And you put on a sombrero, and now that I think about it, totally racist. Yeah,
1: no. There was... Yeah, but owned by a bunch of Mexicans, Yeah, right? I guess,
2: I mean, if and they said it was okay, I guess it was fine. They knew
1: how to exploit uh, all those fucking white people in Wisconsin. They're like, I, come on in, Jack.
2: There are pictures of me in different outfits riding that chili pepper that Jesus. I hope never see the
1: light. You of must day. have been the fucking hoot and holler of that place, because oh, your God. laugh plus that uh, chili pepper... <laughs> So, um, hey everyone, welcome on into the Pat and AJ podcast. How you doing? Are been you welcome and beyond the news? Are you all calm. doing well? Yeah. All right. Hey, it's a pretty big episode for us. Why? Do you know why? It's our one hundred and
2: fiftieth wow
1: episode of the Pat and Aj Podcast. That's yeah.
2: not bad. Yeah, One hundred. Ooh, look at that! That's how we get the cat out oh, of the you, podcast oh, you studios. The you ring the cowbell.
1: Uh, yeah, one hundred and fifty episodes. Look that's at that. that's uh, kind of wild. So that's, that's uh cool. Well, that's seventy five weeks because we do two a week. So that's yeah.
2: seventy five weeks. That's well, well that's we, a we of, like, we've jokes. missed a few, and I mean, uh, like literally, I can count in one hand one a or few, two, here, right? But not so, that many. But hey,
1: welcome. Thank you for being here. It means a lot to us. However you're listening definitely thanks for letting us be be a a little part of uh, uh, your day Um, aj has an opportunity now to mea culpa and i believe in this because as much as social media is a good thing and it's a good place to go to even a playing field right and you can kind of express a something about uh bob's auto mechanic shop and i went to bob's auto mechanic shop and bob's auto mechanic shop Broke my car. First and I, of all, and I want everyone to know you shouldn't take your car to Bob's auto mechanic shop.
2: It's Bob's garage. Since you're watching Shits oh, Creek, was, it's Bob's garage. I was just saying
1: Bob and I fucking car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do you keep track of all the stuff in your head?
2: It's a wild place up there.
1: Um, that's, you know, um, the difference maker that a Twitter feed or, or a Facebook or an Instagram can have, right? You can say something about an experience you had and other people then say, okay, thank you for the news. Now, here's my question. How many people then when they go to Bob's garage, am I saying it correctly now? Uh, how many people then let's say after Bob's garage messes up your car and then maybe Bob calls you up and says, I'm really sorry about that. Can I go ahead and fix the whole car on the house? Well,
2: the first thing you have to do is you have to talk to them. Well, one of my biggest pet peeves in life, go to
1: social media first.
2: Yeah. When people go to social media and somebody's like, did you talk to the manager? Well, no, I complained here first. They're like, talk to the manager first.
1: So what If the happens, manager yeah.
2: blows you off, then you can bitch on social media.
1: So what happens after you may online pop off about something, and then it turns out that the company actually kind of goes above and beyond to, to help you out? How many of us go back on to our little social media rants and edit them to go, update, turns out everything was handled fine? None of us, right? None yeah. of us do that, right? We love leaving up the big, long rant.
2: It does look good though when you put up an update, you know whether it's good or bad. Whether it's good or bad.
1: If you follow the Pat and AJ Twitter feed, which is ninety seven percent me tweeting, AJ minimally gets involved with the Pat and AJ Twitter. In, ca- in-, in case you want to be pissed off about our tweets, they're they're That's
2: mine. all Pat. If you want to be pissed off about the Facebook, see you can that's tell me.
1: You can tell I I run our Twitter because the last tweet at Pat and AJ is rest in peace TC from (laughs) Roger Mosley died. He was TC on Magnum. Magnum Magnum
2: P.I., which Pat watched when he lost his job. I
1: loved it, right? So, like, you can tell I run our Twitter feed, but she does pop on sometimes, and she did the other day to basically, one, throw props at George McIntyre. We used to work with George in Michigan.
2: I love George. I miss George.
1: And she wants to give George props. Why does she want to give George props? Because he's a fine radio professional. Next! But because when we adorned our house with new Samsung appliances about a year ago, George was the first one to pop up, I believe, on social media and tell AJ, I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this. You will come to hate the dishwasher you just purchased. Of course, him saying this because he, too, had redone his kitchen and purchased this dishwasher. Yes. Of course, you try to not go, you know.
2: I Listen, I'm an optimist at heart. I said, I'll give it a chance. I'm like, you know, everybody has bad experiences once in a while. Maybe it was just his. We'll give it a chance.
1: Instead, AJ concedes to Gio to say,
2: George was right. He told us not to get
1: a Samsung dishwasher, but we got one on an appliance bundle deal. We've had it for less than a year. It's broken three times now. They fixed it a week ago and it's broken again. And this time we'll have to pay for repairs. hashtag Samsung. And then she retweeted it. By the way, that's her tweet from her own Twitter account. Yep. And then, because she wants to make sure everyone sees it, she got onto the Pat and AJ Twitter and she retweeted her own tweet. And you said on there, "You've been warned. Don't buy a Samsung dishwasher." So if you follow our tweets, you kind of saw this. You know this 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 go down. So you may want to ask yourself, what is the update on this
2: product? The update is that they are coming to fix it, hopefully, without you, us paying. Hold on. No, 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 no. That's what they said to me on the phone. They
1: said, hopefully, without you paying. They
2: they gave me a list of things that wouldn't, like, if if they find A, B, C, D, E, or F, it'll be, uh, we have to pay. But they said... The actual, like, they're not going to charge us unless all those things are wrong. It's a possibility. They could charge us.
1: Okay. Well, then it kind of negates the entire bit. But.
2: No, it doesn't. Well, are, like, all right. I'll fix it. No, no, I'll, no, I'll no. Sl-
1: okay. no. No, no, no. It's fine. Keep it real because I thought that they legit, you know, well, because to be honest, when I first planned this bit, we hadn't even gotten to the point where we were today. I had simply just had um, an, an interaction, right? AJ kind of like the thing broke and she pops off all the tweets and passes it off to me. She goes, you've got to deal with this shit because I can't anymore. I go, no problem. Uh, So you pop off on the tweets, right? It's broke, and they're going to make us pay for it. And so I call up Samsung, and I have a text conversation, right, because that's what they do now. You can talk. You can text. I'd I'd rather text. And I have a text conversation with a customer service rep who, I mean, I mean this, next to Dick Scaff, owner of Scaff Furniture and Carpet One in Flint, Michigan, Maybe. Uh the next person closest to being an actual walking saint. A
2: saint, yeah. The
1: customer service representative that I dealt with
2: a te- over text from Samsung,
1: yeah. was the most empathetic. How can I help you? How can I make this right? Customer service rep that I've dealt with in a long time. And of course, as this is happening, I'm feeling worse because I know that AJ's flamed them on our social media.
2: I don't think, okay, now hang on. I wouldn't say I flamed them.
1: You told people not to not to buy their product. Yes,
2: but that's because somebody told me and I didn't listen. And now we have a dishwasher that's broken three times and it's less than a year old. It's more of a, like, listen when people tell you this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Dish, Samsung's heed, not meant to make heed, dishwashers.
1: Heed, heed advice.
2: Yeah, that's all it was. Okay. It was more of a consumer. Popping off, I feel like, is a little more okay. maybe nasty. We have, maybe we Maine. have
1: different definitions. Maybe, and just maybe, folks,
2: I try to take things in our lives
1: and blow them up a little bit because we have to create content Content for a show, but you know, we'll play that version of the game some other time. So they have now one, this is no bullshit. I'm going to read to you how this text message ended, right? Like I was texting with these customer service people and we're saying, hey, this dishwasher, and they know we've had problems with it, right? And we're going back and forth. Yeah, they have records of all this stuff. It's
2: not like anything else. As soon as I called, they knew how many times it had been fixed so far.
1: Everybody knows. Um, listen, I mean, this guy ends it with like, Hey, you know, let me get this taken care of. We don't want this. You know, we, we want to fix this for the last time for you guys. Um, he goes, here's, you know, I, here's your ticket number. Here's your little coupon for the, the, the service. And I, I, I tell this guy, thank you. Very nice. He says, you're most welcome. And then goes on to say, after i say okay goodbye right like like it's over i to, the customer has says thank yeah. you goodbye
2: i got the answer i wanted we're all good
1: the guy wraps it up by going remember patrick if it is raining look for rainbows if it is dark look for the stars please stay positive and keep on smiling as life smiles back at you in a million surprising ways. Once again, this is Mark, your Samsung Pro for today. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead of
2: you. I feel like Mark makes those live, laugh, love signs. You know I'm, what I mean? Listen, like, that is so deep. Listen,
1: I know you're saying, well, hold on, Pat. I didn't really flame him. So why why were you feeling kind of, you know, guilty? Because I'm dealing with an angel.
2: Well, yeah. I'm dealing with a
1: choir boy. <laughs> like, never." That- He's got wings and a halo. He's Ned Flanders. It's who I'm dealing with. So that's why I'm like, holy shit, how could we have said anything bad about this company? This man is so nice. and He's just trying to help us. And then today, of course, you got to call up and you got everything scheduled and they're going to send somebody and all that shit.
2: Yeah, I it. mean, it's kind Which of... Which
1: I don't think we're going to end up
2: paying. I hope not. I mean, it, it, it's kind of... It was weird. Like, the repair place said, you have to call Samsung and they'll make a recall just for you. Not like they're recalling all dishwashers. Yeah. But then I called Samsung and I feel awful because the woman on the other end, her she's, she was really, really nice. Yeah. Broken English. Couldn't yeah. understand everything. So I heard her list off, like... All these things would mean you would have to pay. And she kept saying, is it the same thing you had it repaired for last time? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean that. Like, it's the exact problem. It was like an, a, an
1: electrical panel thing. Yeah, and it's yeah.
2: it's seven days. Seven days it's been. And she was super nice about it. And she's like, we forwarded it to the repair yeah. place. I they're going to call you. I already
1: got the thing. Like, like you were you were telling me, oh, they're supposed to send this. A, uh, that's yeah. why when, when you were tossing it in the thing there about, you know, oh, maybe we'll have to pay still. They already sent me a fucking coupon saying it's all on the house.
2: Okay, good. Trust me, the service I'm is checking, i just checking because I panicked a yeah, little bit when she gave the list of things. I was like, wait a second.
1: AJ's really still convinced, even more so than me. She's very convinced the entire world's out to screw her. You know, usually, usually I'm the paranoid one, right? Usually I'm the paranoid one.
2: We've talked about this in the past. I think on this podcast, customer service kind of blows nowadays. And now on the flip side, customers can be real assholes. The customer is almost never right. That's bullshit. I've never bought into that. The customer's always right. No, they're not. No. Yeah. Like, I've never understood how we reward bad behavior yeah. in, like, business settings. Like, somebody comes in with a complaint, starts, like, screaming and yelling and calling people names, and then they give them what they want. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't raise our kids that way. If, if your kid acted like that, would you give them what they want? No. So, why do we do that for adults?
1: So, do you feel like if you, at this point, okay, so, so far at this point in the process, I don't feel like, uh, I think you would agree that they get a retraction yet from you, right? They will, yeah. If you they, don't think so? I mean, I think not yet. Not till they fix it. No, I said. I said they will
2: if they fix if it. If they, yeah. But
1: as of right now, let's just assume in a week's time they send someone. God forbid this fucking thing gets fixed or or whatever. Is there a time then when you go on Twitter and you go, "Hey, you know what? Actually, some of the steps, you know, to get this taken care of. Blah 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 blah. Is there any of that, or is it like, do we just like to vent? The rage to get it out. No,
2: again, it wasn't venting rage. It was more just FYI. Somebody told me not to buy one of these, and I did. Yeah, and they're right. It keeps breaking. I would, I would still never tell anybody to buy a Samsung dishwasher. They're great at a lot of things. A dishwasher is not one of them. Yeah, I, I didn't even know they made dishwashers till we bought that they one. Everything. I, I had no idea. They're, they're like I said, great yeah. at a lot of things, but dishwashers are not their forte. So I would absolutely. Post about the customer service. Uh, I was going to say, I would yeah. not tell people, though, to buy a Samsung dishwasher. See, I was going to say, it's
1: kind of like the opposite um, issues we had with, with Tesla, with our solar panels, yes. where the, the actual Tesla solar panels and the technology is off the fucking charts awesome. Yeah. And the customer service is a, is a crock of shit. Yeah. And this is kind of the opposite where you're where like- Where
2: the product is a crock yeah. of shit, like, but yeah. the customer service is amazing. See, that's all we want. A little yeah. bit of balance. A little yeah. bit of balance. I'm not going to lie to people. Yeah. Mm, right. Listen, I should have listened to George. Now you should listen to us. <laughs> oh,
0: back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. Back to school. Back to school.
1: We only have two more years left of school. That's it.
0: Oh, my God.
1: We're done.
2: Well, and technically three. I mean, school just started. I wouldn't, I wouldn't write off this year yet. You only
1: have two more first days of school. That's true. Yes. You have there two you go. more posts, yeah. two more pictures that you can take in your mom career of first day of school.
2: And I'll never forget, like, his first day of, like, first day ever of school. I was so excited, but then in my head, I said, oh, my God, there's going to be, like, 12 of these. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: they're, they're going to keep coming, this right?
2: This is the beginning of a very long journey. <laughs> so I know we're in
1: August, and a lot of folks, probably in the Midwest, if you're listening to us uh, from anywhere in uh, Michigan or Wisconsin or Illinois, Indiana, you're thinking he's you still got a couple last weeks of uh, a summer. In fact, yeah, wrapping up. this is the dog days of summer, right? It's hot and sticky, and there's nothing to do, and you had all your summer fun. You're just waiting for Labor Day, right? In Arizona, the kids go back to school early, all right? It's yeah. not year-round school, by the way. Some
2: places it is but it's it's, yeah. it's not even the same as year-round everywhere no, else. It's,
1: it's, it's, we just have different breaks. The kids get longer breaks in other spots, and so they go back in August. So our son had his very first day of school, and he is now a sophomore. Read it. For people have been listening to us for a while.
2: This is blowing people's That's, minds. When I posted his first day of school yeah. picture, people were, I, I, there were so many people who said, yeah. I remember when he was a toddler and you were on the radio and all that stuff.
1: Dylan, I mean, what is... Is that weird that there's, like, people listening who've kind of followed your, I don't know, growing up?
0: Kind of does feel weird.
1: Yeah, because you've always talked to us about that, that you had a weird relationship being Pat and AJ's son. Yeah. You didn't, like, you didn't necessarily, well, what, you used to tell me that people used to bother you because they would...
0: Yeah, I would get bombarded with people who were like, oh, my God, you're Pat and son.
1: Yeah, so you were not like, you know, you did not like any of the local notoriety that came with having your mom and dad on the radio station and picture on billboards and they're on TV and stuff. Not at all. Okay. Well, now it's different. No one cares who we are, right? <laughs> Nobody cares. We have, a, we have a a podcast that four people listen to, um, and it's it's just a lot more free. You are in school, and you are now a sophomore in high school. Congratulations, first of huh? all. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much.
1: What's it like going to school these days?
0: It's got to be tough, right? It's tiring. Yeah? Yeah. How was your summer? I loved it. Best part? Um, having the last day of volunteering, which you forced me to do. Look
1: at that. That's the best part. Busted my hump to take this kid to Disneyland. Bye. Favorite part of summer when he had to stop volunteering.
0: Disney <laughs> Disneyland was my favorite, too. Okay. That was my favorite, too. Specifically Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, especially Rise of the Resistance.
1: So you had a nice summer. Now you're back in school. You're a sophomore. What's it like being a sophomore as opposed to a freshman? Talk to us, because there's a lot of freshmen in high school There are probably listening who were like, I'm so scared, I don't know anybody, I don't know where... I mean, what's it like now being a sophomore compared to a freshman?
0: Well, it's uh, definitely uh, going to get a little harder mm-hmm. now, uh, because uh, you're get, uh, you're going into more advanced classes.
1: Okay. Um, how about you? What's some of your classes? What's like your advanced classes that you're taking this
0: year? Geometry. Okay. And... Um, and uh, uh, sign language, and
1: say that you're taking sign language too, right? Yep. Because you already took sign language last year. And by the way, people love all your ASL videos on I, our socials. I know they do. So, uh, you know, Pat and AJ, anywhere, and you can probably find Dylan on there doing some kind of ASL American Sign Language. So you're taking I mean, these are cool classes. We, didn't, I, I, don't, sophomore year, what was I taking? I took a Spanish class that I failed hard. Um, I took some other math class that I failed hard. In fact, I failed so much. They kicked me out of the school. They said I, uh, uh they couldn't accommodate my educational needs. That was a nice way of saying that I wasn't smart enough to be there. Can't accommodate his educational needs. Things were that bad, huh? They were. Right. <laughs> Not you. You have, you have good grades. You enjoy school.
0: I wouldn't go that far.
1: Well, you don't dislike
0: it. Well, I don't like it, and I don't dislike it. Well,
1: because you'd rather be at home on your PlayStation.
0: Most of the time, yes.
1: Exactly. So, uh, now that you're back in school, what's it like kind of seeing a new crop of freshmen around? I mean, you've moved up a little bit, right? Yeah. What's that like?
0: Well, new and old of... Freshman kind of looked the same to me, so... Yeah? Yeah. You... See, you grew a lot in the last year, and I didn't
2: notice it until I put your two pictures side by side. You grew a lot, so that must mean other people... Still
1: has the baby face, though. Like, a lot of height, a lot of height, but the baby face.
2: Yeah, he gets that from me. You'll always have... Chubby cheeks, no yeah. matter how much weight you gain or lose, and you'll always have a baby face. Again, Which is gu- good because then you look young. But I'm telling you, I told you. See, he's he's got the cute face right now. Eventually you get this thing where like your chubby cheeks start to sag and you no. look like a bulldog. And then people can tell that you're old. And I'm I'm getting there, I'm close.
1: See, because I already had this beard at, at, at sixteen. This is why I was buying like beer when I was fifteen years old. Because I had a goatee. Like like Ed Norton in American History X.
2: I was going to ask about that because he gets on my case for. I, I think it's cute that he's getting some little chin whiskers. Yeah, but like I know every guy way... grows grows facial hair at different ages. He's
1: he's not he's it's it's not mine. I mean, we've already figured out your yeah. genes are totally dominating. Sorry, the only gene you get from me, Dylan, is autism. That's the only one that comes from the Clarks. All right, that and your dashing. Uh, 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 Big feet. Um, I feel like if it was going to happen. It would have happened already. The way it did for me.
2: Well, yeah. that's And that's what I was wondering. It would have
1: already happened. I feel like, because your dad has a real baby face too. He's not a guy that needs to shave a lot. No, he's got your, like a
2: blonde beard. Yeah,
1: your grandfather. So I feel like he got the facial hair stuff yeah. from your side. because is by good. This, by this time, I definitely already had the shady mustache. Like okay. the, the, the shady mustache was going on in like eighth grade.
2: I always felt so bad for those guys who had like, they had nothing but like the, the very shady thin, mustache. shady mustache. <laughs> and like, I always looked at them like, are you going to shave that or are you going to try to grow it out? What are you doing here?
1: Yeah. So I feel like Dylan, which is a good thing. I mean,
2: you're hairy as shit. Like this is good. Yeah. I mean, you're you're hairy in a good way. I've, trust me, I've seen guys hairier than you. Yeah, but you're, I
1: can like I can have a cool beard. You, like,
2: from the shoulders up, you are extremely hairy. Yeah. Like, your face, you have hairs in places I didn't know you could get hairs.
1: I can do a beard, yeah, put it like that. So, so I
2: don't know if Dylan is
1: ever going to be able to, but, you know... It, I'm okay it's, if he's not. Yeah, because I think by freshman year... Well, you saw my freshman year picture. I had the Luke Perry, you know, sideburns, the Dylan McKay sideburns, uh, your namesake. Um, you know, so if... I already had those by freshman year. I don't think you're going to have a hard, you know, you're not going to have to shave. Are you okay with that? You are right not shaving?
0: Yeah, doesn't really bother me if I uh, don't uh, ever uh, grow a beard a, like it's you. It's a huge pain. Are there dudes at your school yet? Are the are, are there
1: guys with the uh, you know, got got a little mustache or something going on?
0: Um, some of them. Some of them, yeah. That's what I thought. Mm. So what do you think? You feel good being back to school? Um, I got mixed feelings about it. Okay. Which favorite class? I don't really have a favorite. What's your least
1: favorite?
0: Don't have a least favorite either.
1: What? Nothing. He's neutral. He's agnostic.
2: Your answer was supposed to be my favorite class is journalism because my mom is a oh, journalist. That's right. You're in jur- <laughs> That's right. That's good. It's good. Like Second, journalism? And it's doc- awesome. Honors art? That's fabulous. I love it. You do
1: have a, a, a pretty cool. Uh, class load oh yeah load. Oh, absolutely no, like it's, load,
2: it's a good uh it's a good mix between academics and stuff like journalism and art you know things that kids still do need to learn you know
1: yeah we're setting you up for a, a great future making no money right there <laughs> here we're gonna train you in journalism and arts
2: Really, you know, the- it's
1: a very Tucson education. Also, a whole it's it's like it's like very Berkeley of. I don't know what you're gonna do with Listen, that. Listen,
2: just the way the <laughs> just the way the economy is.
1: Yes, tell us. Go I- ahead. Get your yawna. You're tired. It's okay.
2: Just the way the economy is, I don't think any, I don't think any job is going to provide these kids the income they need to live in this crazy ass country because everything is so damn expensive, and we all know it's not going to get cheaper. Yeah, it'll just, we'll just have another one of these in like thirty years where the prices will shoot up again, and you and I may not be around for that, but he will. I'm hoping to tap out. I just read a huge article about Gen Z, and it was, it was two things. It was Gen Zers Mm -hmm. are living at home much longer than their predecessors.
1: The Millennials, and, yes. Wow.
2: And then Gen Z is also the loneliest generation because of social media I can see and technology. Them being
1: lonely because, and I've said this before, they don't have to leave the house um, to get laid. And that's really the only reason. That's the only reason why we all left the house. Listen, I probably would have never became the pseudo alcoholic that I was if I didn't need to go to bars to meet girls. Okay, <laughs> and I'd get bored at the bars and I'd be anxious, so I would drink a lot so I could get rid of those feelings. Um, and then we got rid of that, right? Yeah, you, the that you don't need to be out to be with people,
2: which is cool. That first, time, it was so funny because the first time we ever realized that that's the way. That it was starting to go generationally is we went with
1: your millennial cousin. Yeah. We
2: went over to my aunt's house probably, gosh, like a decade ago. Yeah. He was a teenager, and we're like, oh, where's Jay? And my Aunt Robin was like, oh, he's up in his room. And you were like, what? It's Friday night. He's not out with his friends? Was
1: a, like he was a freshman in yeah. high school, Friday night. And I think he had just started like high school. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I remember that time. You're out. Yeah. You're meeting all these new people, these yep. new girls. You're going out to dances. It's like and she said prime time. She
2: said, no, he's hanging out with his friends just, you know, Technically, like yeah. technologically, he's hanging out with his friends. Exactly. Virtually.
1: And that was the beginning of, all oh, we're on Xbox doing this, and I have my yeah. phone, I can text that. Yeah, no, I can see it. But again, I also think it's kind of a cool thing, because you can connect, like, if you're rural, right? I mean, yes. how many how many folks out there have a story, uh, like my brothers and my sisters who grew up in small rural towns, where there's only, like, you know, 14 kids, and you yeah. know all of them by the time you're 10, and you want to expand, and you can't. Well, now you can, can connect with someone, you know, in... Laguna Beach, California.
2: I mean, Dylan had a friend back in Michigan. Uh, Remember ETL? He lived so far out. I mean, it was borderline rural. Yeah. And it was, I mean, he's awesome. And he was fun for you guys to hang out with. His mom was awesome. It was just really far to drive. Yeah. And now, like you, I didn't mind driving him out there, but now you can hang out virtually when the time isn't right to go out there. So I to not to you. I mean, I'll tell
1: you, I definitely deal with my fair share as a clinician in the mental health world. I deal with my fair share of millennials who are all now, of course, in their, you know, 30s and stuff, 20s and 30s. Remember
2: that millennials are no longer like the teenage college students. No, they're in there they're thirties and forties, but I definitely
1: deal with a fair share of millennials now who are these, the, the class that you're talking about, which is kind of a lonely isolated yeah. um, class. Right. And yeah, no, don't worry. He'll be fine. Cause he has uh, us, right? We are.
2: So when do you think you're moving
0: out, Dylan? All you need, right? <laughs> when I need to, when
1: he needs to,
2: I
0: told That them,
1: is vague. <laughs> I told them the other day that the um, official age now of adulting in the household is 27. That's, that's, that's a good age. Do you know why? Because that's when you got to be off your parents' health insurance.
2: Oh, that's smart.
1: You got to have that shit figured out by 27, yeah, right? I mean, you got to have a job and a, a health care plan by the time that's you feel 11 that. years from now. There you go, kid. Congratulations on your sophomore year, buddy. Thank you. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. AJ Patandaj.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.